Welcome to the Covenant Podcast. The Covenant Podcast exists to equip listeners with theological content from a 1689 Baptist perspective. We're on the Man of God Network brought to you by Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary. And in this privilege, I get the opportunity to talk to someone who I greatly respect. Uh, he has been on our podcast a few times in the past over the course of the last few years. But uh, today, he was one of the speakers of the Covenant Conference. The topic of this year's conference is How Then Should We Worship? And that is uh, Brother Tom Nettles. So welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be here and it's been great to be a part of this conference. It's been some wonderful messages, very Bible-centered messages that lead us to the highest and exalted calling that we can have, and that is to worship God. And in just a moment, we're going to uh, talk about the message that you uh, preached today, brought to us. Can you, um, before we do that, introduce ourselves to your audience? Well, my name is Tom Nettles. I have taught for since 97 at the Southern Baptist Theological Seminary. I actually retired in 2014, but have been retained as a senior professor since then, and so I've taught courses now and then, and I have the privilege this semester of teaching a course on Jonathan Edwards, mm. who is one of the most important thinkers that America has produced. Uh, I began teaching in theological education when I was 29 years old in 1976, and have been in that ever since. Mm. Well, we greatly appreciate uh, the work you do and uh, the classes that you teach for Covenant Baptist Theological Seminary as well. Uh, I believe you've taught the Baptists, Edwards and Fuller, and Bab uh, historical theology. Historical theology, yeah. At some point. But uh, let's talk about your um, lecture or message, whatever we want to call it, that you prepared today. What was the title of it, and can you give us an overview of your session? Yeah, well, the, the theme, of course, is, is worship. How then should we worship? And all the messages have been very pertinent and just right on target with the specific assignment that each speaker had, I wrote a book called uh, Praise is His Gracious Choice, which comes from a hymn, Come Christians Join to Sing. And I've been fascinated by that particular phrase because I think it captures much about the nature of worship. Uh, first of all, praise is a, not the whole thing we do in worship, but it's one of the main things, and it will be a chief occupation we have <clears throat> in eternity. <clears throat> so in my work, in my message, I define what praise is from Scripture and give several passages of Scripture that talk about praise being given from all different kinds of things in creation, praise even being given from inanimate objects and from hail and rain and snow and all of those things because all of them to some degree reflect the beauty and the intelligence and the, uh, the power of God. And so they, they speak. It is as if they have a voice and speak of those things. And that is what that is what worship is, is to call forth the glorious attributes of God and to, to make much of Him in an infinite way. And of course, His image bearers are the ones that <clears throat> are supposed to be able to give the greatest testimony to the goodness of God mm. and, and are those who demonstrate the greatest gratitude to Him and are the ones who, when fallen, experience His attributes in a way that nothing else in all creation does experience. That everything uh, uh, experiences His power, His symmetry, His intelligence, uh, His uh, sustaining uh, power. All, everything uh, experiences that, but only him, His image bearers experience redemption. Mm. 
that we are bought out of the fall. We're bought out of our, our sin. And so there's a completely uh, expanded dimension by which we worship. And so the, the topic praise, I talked about praise and how it involves both of these things or the, all these things, creation and, and providence and uh, redemption. <clears throat> And then the, uh, is His gracious choice. In other words, it's not just that we choose to worship Him, mm -hmm. though we should. Yeah. He is the one who takes the initiative in this. It is His choice. Uh, who is He going to restore to the, the position of being able to worship Him? He decides that. He is the one who takes the initiative. He is the one who reveals Himself. He is the one who establishes the standards by which we can approach Him. He is the one who reveals His glory to us by which we are brought into greater and greater sense of worship. And so praise is His. And then the next word is gracious, gracious choice. He doesn't have to restore any of us. We have rebelled. We are corrupt. We're under condemnation. God would be just in condemning all of us, but it is a gracious choice to restore us to worship. That is what we were intended for. And so by His grace, uh, He enters into our lives. He has chosen us before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and blameless before Him. In love, He predestined us to be adopted as His children through Jesus Christ. And then He goes on down, it says, to the praise of the glory of His grace. Mm -hmm. And so to be restored to worship is a matter of God's gracious Choice is the last word. So then I seek to demonstrate that it, in, it is indeed in, uh, we can be restored only when He works effectually upon us. Uh, and uh, Jesus, one of the scriptures that I, I focused on just briefly was Jesus praising the Father. I praise you, Father, because you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them unto babes Yes, Father, because this seemed good in your sight. Hmm. So it is, it is His choice to bring us into that. Uh, so the, the, the subject, the, the basic idea of the message was that praise is His gracious choice. We are restored by His grace to see Him as He is and to worship Him. And then I focus on a passage of Scripture in 2 Corinthians in which Paul talks about we moan in this, this present body in this corruptible state uh, because we want to be clothed so that we see the glory of God. We, we see in an expanded way His glory, which He talks about in chapters 3 and 4 before He gets to, to 5, that uh, the, the, the light of the gospel of the glory of God is revealed in the face of, of Christ. And then He says in verse 5, uh, because <clears throat> this is, basically this is the reason we were created. Uh, and you have restored us to this and have given us the earnest of the Spirit. And so that one of the triune God who is the one that we might say creates that uh, or, or establishes and is the, is the manifestation of that great de development of love, that uh, continued flow of love between Father and Son, and so establishes the glory of heaven. We enter into that. We have a portion of that mm. already given to us. We have the actual genuine aspect of what it means to enjoy the glory of God as an earnest that is given to us. And so the text says, God who prepared us for this 
very purpose. It is God who has prepared us for this very purpose and has given us the Spirit as an earnest. So that's what I tried to talk about in the message. Yeah, thank you for summarizing <coughs> your message. Uh, in, a different, in addition to that being the title of your message, you also have a book called Praise yes. is His Gracious Choice. Yeah, so. and it's a discussion of that particular reality in light of the regulative principle. How, how God has commanded certain things, how He has given us by His grace certain things that will uh, enhance our understanding of God, that will bring us into corporate worship in particular ways that will be the best thing for us to learn who God is and how He's to be worshiped. Hmm. Well, in the weeks to come, we'll make sure to link to uh, Dr. Nettle's uh, session today and the book. Uh, that I just referenced in the show notes. And so we encourage you to check both of those out. But Dr. Nettles, thank you so much for your willingness to uh, chat with us for just a few moments about your your very well put together lecture today. Thank you, brother. Well, it was a pleasure to be involved. Thank you. And uh, to our audience, we want to wish you grace and peace.